Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning, dear ones. I'm Reverend Robert. I'm Reverend Z on this end. And this is a couple of ministers talking shit. It's another Friday morning here in Colorado. Starting to get a little chilly out there in the mornings. Uh, Definitely moving into the fall season. And uh, this is a program where we come to you every Friday morning. Take a look at some of the current events, what's going on in the world, and uh, seeking to find that spiritual perspective that sometimes can be a little difficult to find in what seems to be going on in the temporal or in the world of form out there. So uh, we've got a, uh, we kind of thought, realized this morning, hey, as, as a collective, as a community, as a planet, We've been going through this virus thing for quite a long, quite a while now. And depending on when you count it from, when it, when you, you specifically decided, okay, yep, I'm going to stay home for a while. Uh, <laughs> we've been at this about seven months or so. <clears throat> and so we thought it was about time to take a look at, uh, you know, how we do it. Z, Z, how well, we do it? <laughs> As the old folk would say, what we're doing, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's one of those things where it's very difficult sometimes to articulate where we're doing or what we're doing because so much has happened. I mean, y- y- you figure this thing started around the beginning of March, uh, m- middle of March, depends on where you were and, you know, how you got infected, somewhere between the 3rd and the 15th of March or the 7th and the 15th of March. And so from there, we've had every system attacked. Of course, you know, the healthcare got a strain on that. Education had to change. Employment had to change. Uh, Just shopping for groceries had to change. Um, And so that set off a chain chain of events, the whole pandemic that caused us to look at and examine all things. And so now seven, eight months later, excuse me, all those things that we talked about or came up in the very beginning that we were looking to, it was going to be over and we were going to get people back and we're going to, it's all the same. It's just, and you know, it, it might even be worse in some cases now. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'm absolutely with you on that. In some cases, we just don't know still. Yeah. Uh, every time I turn around, I hear another story on how how we don't know exactly what's happening. And there's yeah. and there's promising pieces. And there's oh, I, I've got O positive blood, baby. Uh, from what mm-hmm. I hear, I hit the lottery on the blood type there. <laughs> right. That, uh, but that's just one report. That's just one study. That's just one aspect of what's happening here. Yeah, I, I'm still at that point where. I'm thinking it's probably a little better and a little safer to embrace my inner introvert <laughs> for a while longer, uh, more so than my extrovert. <laughs> well, and, and you know, and, and because when you look at the numbers, right? So last week, 
32 states had more cases than they did the week before, and 14 states had the highest seven day had the highest new seven day average for cases. 14 states had the highest seven day average than before ever, right? That's a lot. I mean, when you say 32 country, I mean, 32 states, right? We only got 50 of these things. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so we're way over half. <clears throat> yep. And winter is coming. I mean, just think about Colorado right now. We're looking at Colorado this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday-ish. The lowest, you know, was 70-something a day or so ago. Yeah. By Sunday, it may be down to 7 degrees with snow. Yeah. So... Mm -hmm. That's going to start the cold and flu season is about to be upon us. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's interesting. We keep, I personally, we, my family, we don't want to cancel stuff. We want to have Halloween. So we've been looking at, well, how do you make Halloween? How can we do Halloween safely? Mm -hmm. And I realized we've got enough tables. We can build a table and slide candy six feet down, 10, down a 10 foot ramp or tube or whatever. And it keeps getting tough when, when not everybody's playing along and we've got to cancel another thing. Yeah. And Thanksgiving's on the chopping block. Our family has determined that, right, we understand the risk of bringing more than one or two households together at a time. Uh, my sister-in-law is a doctor, is a medical doctor. She's on top of this stuff. She knows. And our determination is how full is the local hospital where we take our normal Thanksgiving vacation. And we're going to make that determination in a week or so ahead of time because it's all about how full the hospital is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, the whole idea, <clears throat> you know, I, I keep going back to this idea that you know, the one or uh, one of the silver linings, if you will, of this horrible pandemic that has caused us such grief in a lot of ways. But it's also given us an opportunity to rethink, to reevaluate, to begin to try to understand what it means to be in community, what it means to be alive, what it means to be uh self-reflective of what we're doing to ourselves, to the planet, to other people. Uh, and, and, and really, you know, we, we got a chance to say, man, if we don't fix some things, we can keep going down this certain path, which is going to be not so pretty, or we can begin to really reevaluate where we are and what we want to be as a people and as a nation and move forward. Yeah. You know, you bring up a couple of great points there. Number one, We've got to be looking towards the life we want to live, looking towards a vision of a world that works for everyone, of the life we truly desire. And at the same time, recognize and kind of honor and realize that what used to be is no longer. And mm -hmm. there is a, a new consciousness on the planet. You know, we saw, I think we saw one of the greatest demonstrations of this new consciousness this past week when Pope Francis released a statement, uh, homosexual people have the right to be in a family. They are children of God. What we have to have is a civil union law. That way they are legally covered. Yeah. And wow. what when when the Pope 
That is something I honestly never thought I would see in my life. I never thought I would see a Pope, but I'm not a Catholic, never have been, always just been, I mean, you can't get, you can't get away from being alive and not understand, at least know it exists and right. hear about it. So right. I never thought I would see a Pope that endor endorsing civil unions, I, we're a breath away from same-sex marriage in that regard. And I found a story that was saying, uh, a recent Pew research study indicated more than half of American Catholics and mainline Protestants are in favor of same-sex union mm. in some wow. form or another. Right, they, right. They, they differ on the, you know, and here we are treating people, right, waking up to the fact that we're all one. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you you bring to mind uh, uh, this this thing about true north or being in alignment. You know, I saw this story the other day where it was talking about bees and, and this may seem off the point, but I think it's on the point. They have this substance called magnetite within them that causes them to align with the magnetic grid of the of the planet to find direction. Right. And and they were showing that they had an earthquake and it disrupted that or whatever. But the point being with us now, I think this pandemic has caused enough shaking and, and rumblings of things and shaking things loose that that magnetite with, that's within us. And we definitely have it within our brain. And we know that it helps you find uh, attached to the grid of the earth, I think our, our our moral and 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 civil whatever you want to call it alignments are being shaken up to say, look, this is the life of all people, all things. The diversity is wide. We must begin to align with the true north of that, or we're going to continue to spiral in these ways where, you know, people are discounted. People are, are, are hated. They're not liked because of their color, their, their sexual orientation or whatever. And we got to get beyond that because everybody has skills and values to provide. Yeah. I, I like, I love the way you say that. Thank you. Thank you for bringing it because we have been realigning. And I know that here at New Thought Media Network, a big part of the prayer work we've been doing over the past seven months is to awaken to this realignment to and to embrace that. And to say, hey, I'm ready to be part of that change, of that vibrational shift that's happening within America, across the planet, within mm -hmm. ourselves, so we can bring forward. Because what we had got us where it did, but it wasn't working anymore in so many ways. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we could talk about this for, for days, right? It's in yeah. our, the, the, we got to a place of unworkability. Mm -hmm. in many of the major systems and processes in our country. Yeah. Uh, big Pharma and the Oxycontin and the op opioid epidemic were a big part of that. And yeah. were a big demonstration of that. We wanted to share that with you today too, folks. Right, it's big news this week in case it gets missed. But Purdue Pharma is agreed to, to plead guilty to three federal anti uh, uh I forget which law it was, uh, but they've agreed to to settle and plead guilty to three federal crimes, and in exchange, the company is going to be go taken private. the The family that runs the company for so long is being removed from the company, 
They're turning it into a public trust, and they're going to pay out over $8 billion. Wow. Now, how they're going to do that, we don't know yet. How, But ultimately, OxyContin or Purdue Pharma has admitted that they acted illegally and made the OxyContin, the opioid addiction uh, problem in America, as bad as it is because yeah. of because of their their greed and their chase of the dollar. We're changing that, and that company's going to become a private trust, and we're going to change how and and that's the first and that's the first step in that industry. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you think about it, you know, uh, the the. the you know, we the whole medical system, right? I mean, when we look at when we, that's just the tip of the iceberg. But when you look at the, especially in a pandemic, when you look at the the medical system in terms of pharmacy, when you look at the medical systems in terms of uh, insurance and healthcare and coverage and costs, um, and the decisions that families have to make in that regard, it becomes very, very challenging right you 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 got you know because you look at this you have pharmaceutical companies who are who are pushing if you will drugs that will help people get relieved from pain however they get addicted and so now we got a cash cow so to speak that's just ringing up right and we got all kind of all of the social ills if you will <clears throat> that get put on the system because people become addicted to the drug and then now that moves from the social to the criminal because now somebody's going to get put in jail for trying to get the drug or selling the drug illegally or whatever. And now we flip over to the insurance and then, you know, these people go in, unfortunately they get sick or, or have an overdose. They go in the hospital and they don't have insurance. And so, you know, now we put more strain. And so these things, you know, we, we, Again, the pandemic has given us an opportunity to look at the system holistically. We can no longer have the silver bullet mentality of resolving issues. We have to begin to look at them holistically and systemically, which, you know, that brings up the whole systemic racism thing. And I'm just going to throw that in and let it go because that whole thing is, again, it's not just one thing. It's a bunch of things that's working together to create issues that that affect everybody <clears throat> don't hear you hey there Here we, we are folks you've heard us talk about the these this holistic view so many times now almost every week we, we're we're bringing this back into the conversation because it is important that we recognize yes you, we're not going to just reform healthcare. We're not going to just reform the insurance industry. We're not going to just reform politics. Uh, all of this education, yep. how, how we do entertainment, professional sports. Now, I've never been a big, huge professional sports guy, um, but it seems pretty silly. I, I mean, I've been laughing lately that... Um, what was it? Basketball, I guess. Everybody's in a big hoopla about who won. The, it's like, guys, I'm sorry, but it just ain't the same as it used to be. You you barely worked this year. Uh, okay, let you know. Let's celebrate that you got some work. But every, I believe, every major 
aspect of life on planet Earth mm -hmm. is is up for new management. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it, is that is that whole concept of chaos, right? When you go, you know, people use chaos. I think, and I do myself sometimes in a kind of a bad way, right? But but one of the 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 scientific definitions, if you will, of chaos is the reforming of something new right we call it chaos because it hasn't reformed into the new thing yet it hasn't gone through that evolutionary process to reconstitute if you will into another solidified thing that itself will go into a chaotic state and and right now that's where we are so that chaotic state is an impetus for a new order for a new way of looking at things for a new way of relationships being formed and recognized of how we live and that's what we're doing now i mean in all systems and so you know you look you look at 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 just like you said the sporting world right right now you have the los angeles dodgers and the tampa bay devil rays playing for the world series first two games are under the belt you know they're they're, they're tied one to one and it's been good games you know and, and right now I hope we see as a country, we see the benefit of having these things to for social action. I mean, for social interaction with each other, conversation, but we should not make sports gods, if you will, that begin to dictate policies. And that's on any of the entertainment side, right? That not that they don't have an opinion, not that they may not be smart people with other degrees and different things, but but if we're going to have them in that arena, then we I would like them to jump in their full feet if they got some got some good ideas and and processes and, and procedures of how we change things, because then people think, well, I can just become an entertainer and I can be an authority on whatever. And that's not always true. Yeah. Uh, you reminded me of one of my favorite movie lines and. If, if anybody out there watching can name the movie and send us a comment with what movie this comes from, uh, we'll get you something special. But uh, I think it was Nietzsche that said, out of chaos comes order. Yes. Yes. But out of order comes chaos. <laughs> right. And we 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 created a, a sense of order or so we thought. And that's why everybody wants to go back right? or not everybody, obviously. Sorry. <laughs> But so many people want to go back to the way it was, want to get back to normal, want to get back to, quote, order. Well, what if nothing is ever out of order, truly? What mm -hmm. if the chaos itself is a form of order? Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of what Z is saying here, right? We are reforming and recreating a new form of order, but it's all been part of the oneness all along right right so there's nothing here to decry i i don't want to go back i don't want to start over from february or march and I, there's no there's no mulligan here right <laughs> and you know you know you bring up bring up this this idea this concept from a book old old book called the celestine prophecy right and one of the ideas in the Celestine prophecy was they got to a point where life was chaotic and the things that they believed and thought were true, they found out 
they weren't true. And so in that place, they sought security. They wanted to be secure and safe. And so they started doing those things of getting money and power and material. But at the same time, they sent out emissaries to go figure out how does this world work? What is making it tick, right? And so now, right now, we're in that point where all of these emissaries that we've sent out in science and politics and education who've gone out and studied these things of how the cosmos work, they're coming back with the answers of, you know, excuse my language, it's a mind game, right? It's your thoughts. It's your way of looking at the world. It's your perception. Let's get down to the quantum. Let's look at how these small things work that bubble up to the big things. And they're proving it true. But we are so stuck in our security now. We don't want to follow the truth. We want to just be secure. So I need more power, more money, more whatever it takes to do that, whether it's discrimination or discounting that one or selling you know, products that are not always safe or the best because people want to be secure. But the real security is understanding who we are as a people, what our capabilities are, what our connection to the greater divine is, and how do we begin to create a holistic system that works for everyone. Yeah, exactly. I, it's, uh, you bring forth, you, you <clears throat> remind me of such great, great things because as I'm, as I'm listening to you, uh, I'm also getting this hit that, um, uh, you know, there's been a, um, there's been a shift in the past week or so with a couple of very big name celebrities, very rich men, who just happen to be men of color who have shifted and publicly supported our sitting president in this election and have stated, and in not so direct terms, but it basically said, well, I'm over that $400,000 mark a year. I'm going to get taxed more if I vote for Biden. And, and I, and I, I personally think, man, that that is the ultimate demonstration of how insecure we feel. Mm-hmm. How insecure are you if you're making over four hundred thousand dollars a year? I, I, I got to think you could afford to kick down another ten percent to help everybody, to pay for everybody, to to be a. And my wife and I look at it from that perspective. We don't try to avoid our taxes. Now. We're a family of four and we do everything we can to, to maximize our deductions and to play by the rules and to play fair. But in many ways, here's another system that we're in the midst of reforming because it's getting blatant. We've reached unworkability there as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and again, you know, Taxes on a loan, right? Taxes are, are related to your employment, your self-employment, your corporation or small business, right? Yeah. And so again, we have to be to look at how these things work together. You know, if if I'm paying, if I'm a business owner, a small business owner, and I'm paying more for, I don't know, internet services or or having someone come in now and clean my business so that mm-hmm. it's safe and 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 COVID free. Right. Then I want to I want to put that as a tax deduction because that's a cost of running my business now. Right. right? But but to start over exaggerating on those things or, or, or getting on the margin of things and 
and you know it, it and and of course it's a slippery slope right you know you know you know we we walk in the razor's edge no one is going to blame anyone for trying to maximize their opportunities but when those maximizations come at the 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 cry of the people or of the system itself now we begin to brick by brick tear down the system to eventually we get to something like we have now and that the the middle pack the middle class if you will are taking the brunt of 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 these taxes and and all the regulations and they're just you know in the middle trying they're they're holding the top up if you will and and they're trying to pull up those on the bottom and 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 sometimes it gets tough Mm -hmm. exactly yeah it's all happening folks we are living in the age where we are the answer to the prayer that we've been praying for so long yes right it, it's easy to say we are the ones we've been waiting for and we are mm-hmm. because the, there is no longer a choice as far as what what's going to happen or what we need there is still a choice as to how you participate you still yeah. have the choice on where to participate how to participate but your participation is no longer voluntary your participation in this great reformation is absolutely vital to what we're doing um you know i think it's uh i'll share with you folks you know we still got another three or four talking points on our list of things that we discussed before the show today we're not doing all of that because i could uh, i see that clock on the wall but uh so i guess Z, let's take a couple moments here and just uh, let's try one more time. How are we looking now? You know, I really do it in my heart of hearts think we're looking pretty good. If, if, as you said, we can begin to come together and work collectively and have some vision, some idea of where we want to go with this, how we want the world to live. It's not, no, I don't think anyone's asking for a kumbaya. <clears throat> Well, we, well, everybody's thinking alike and looking alike and dressing alike, you know, and being a little facetious there, (laughs) but, but, but we have to get to a point to where we can discuss issues and, and, and have disagreements and then figure out what's going to work the best for everybody. And somebody's every, every time somebody's going to take a little short, but that's, that's the give and take of life. And I think in that regard, we're looking pretty good. But if we begin to be self, continue to be selfish rather, and look out only for me and mine, right. then we're going to continue down this path and it's going to get worse and worse. <clears throat> yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I would have to concur. The general outlook is positive. There is a new vision emerging on the planet. We're part of that. And, and it is a vision of love and light and connection and community and uh i know you used this quote last week and uh and i've heard a few others use this quote recently and truthfully i remember first seeing this quote maybe 10 years ago um on the walls of csl denver right the next buddha most likely is not a person i'm going to paraphrase here folks Mm -hmm. the next buddha is most likely not just a person the next buddha is a community yeah. is a community that's stay, stepping forward and saying, right, and being the Buddha, 
being yeah. Buddha in their in their immediate community, whether it's online or in a physical community. Yeah. So we have this opportunity before us, and so my outlook is incredibly po- is really positive. Yeah. Uh, and the, and the, the drapes might not change very quickly. Yeah. And 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 that point, you know, one of the key points of the Buddha. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to get this in because I think it's very very important. The key. One of the keys is love and kindness, right? That's one of the Buddhist mantras, love and kindness. And when we can step into that fully, man, I think things gonna gonna come together just like they should. There it is, folks, love and kindness. Let's bring love and kindness to everything. Our politics, our healthcare, our food service, our restaurants, our our delivery drivers, the guys that pick up the trap, bring love and kindness into everything you do. And, uh, and I believe we're moving in the right direction. Amen. So, hey, if you would like to get in touch and be a part of this emerging program, we've got our own email, ministertalk at ntmedia.org. Send us an email. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you like about the show, what you'd like to see more of, uh, what you'd like to see a little different about the show, perhaps. Maybe some topics you'd like us to cover in the future. And I'm very excited to to mention that we're going to have a special guest with us next week. So look forward to this. Uh, A dear friend of ours, Reverend Michelle Wadley, uh, also known as Rev Jersey Girl, She's going to be joining us next week on the program and get a chance to bring her voice into what we do here uh, once in a while. So our intention is to start bringing forward some regular guests, and we'd love to know who you'd love to see here on the program. Before we go, big thank you to all of our supporters, our watchers, our listeners, everyone who is making a financial contribution to keep New Thought Media Network sharing this message. We have intentions to make uh, to keep sharing this in a big, big way through 2021 and uh, there's a couple of links in the description one is to our fall fundraiser i invite you to save the date on november 20th 5 p.m to 11 p.m mountain time Uh, we're going to do some music and some commentary and some chat and some talk and introduce you to all of our show hosts and even more so if today is your day to financially support this ministry and this work we thank you and if uh, tomorrow's your day, hey, we'll thank you tomorrow, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Z, I think uh, we're out of here. Final thoughts? Uh, keep doing what you're doing if you're doing it in love and kindness. That's that's the mantra. Love and kindness to move us forward for me. Mm. Nothing I'm going to add there. Amen. Love you, Amen. brothers. See you next time, folks. Peace and And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.